and here we are once again, lashing to us to show us no mercy. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Thursday Comics, the 12 Books of Christmas, our number one favorite books of the year. With your fabulous, uh, fabulously dressed hosts, Dennis Osborne and Wallace Ron, right here, palling around with you. So, uh, here we are at number one. What the heck is going to happen? <laughs> you know, it's uh, well, I, I'm, we've been loving this because we've we've, as opposed to some sometimes where with our lists on yep. giant size, we we always do have views the same. We've been we've only had two so two far in completely different orders. Yep. So so it's uh, so these lists are rocking it. I yep. think you know it's 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 been fun. I uh, I've liked this and spreading it over uh, twelve days. Yeah, there's a little present for everyone. Perfect. So, uh, who goes first this time? Is it me or you? I believe... Well, let's have you go. Okay. Just just like the car. Just like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. The 12 Days of Christmas. From my list, my number one is... Ba-bum! From Durf, Back Durf, Kent State. Four dead in Ohio. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Actually, we're at the comic shop today. I actually was looking at that comic book, yeah, uh, that collection on the shelf. Now I know, I know it was funny too because I mean this list has been done up for yeah for for a while. Uh, it was named uh, number one by Publishers Weekly. Okay, and when I seen that, I was just like, "Hey, right on, <laughs> you folks have got taste." Now the other thing too was, of course, once I did it because I was about halfway through when I did because I was loving it anyway. Yeah. And it was just like. So I sped read, sped read it my way through it. Well, no, I didn't. I, I read it slowly, but it, it was, it was just beautiful right through to, to the end. It's a great piece of history. Uh, and to me, it's, it's one of those great pieces of art that not only entertains you, but it educates you a little bit along the way, uh, you know, yeah. uh, from a turbulent time in America's past. And it, like, I, I gotta say, it, it really, it really set the scene perfectly, all right? Yeah. And Back Turf, I mean, he's most famous, of course, for uh, My Friend Dahmer, which, of course, is another one amazing book, Fantastic right? Fantastic book, yeah. You know, he, has, he has a very unusual cartoony style, but once you start reading the book, it's it reminds me of, like, Gilbert Hernandez or Peter Bagg, that the style fades into the background and the stories just grab you by the, by the jewels, right? Yeah. And shake you, and shake you hard, and then shake you again one more time for for good measure. But yeah, but out of all the books uh, this year, it's it's really it really really did impress me. It was one of the books also too that I've been anticipating for a while. Right. And when it came out, you know, I, I try not to get too overwrought about you know oh, I'm waiting for this, I'm waiting for this, I'm waiting for this because you'll always be disappointed. Yeah. It was just like eh, kind of waiting for this. <laughs> And uh, and it did not disappoint. So, uh, Mister Backturf, right on you, you! You nailed it this time. You got Wallace's number one favorite book of the year. Hey, I tell you, and that ain't no easy, <laughs> uh, no no easy task, is it? So, I guess now we're uh, we're on to you, aren't now we? My number one favorite book of the year, and Dennis's number one is. <laughs> Renko is revolutionary. Okay. Hey, interesting choice. So you made a comment in the last episode 
about your fourth world, Absolute, yeah. Yeah. which was, it's nice to see the book in bigger Yeah, that's pages. true, that's true, okay. So, um, Stranko Revolutionary is, of course, original comic yeah. art size. Yeah. Um, so it's about 24, almost 24 by 36. Or fucking huge, yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Um, so it is my favorite Silver Age story. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite Silver Age comics in general. And you're used to Ranko fan By anyway. My favorite comic book artist. Yeah. In original comic art size that has never been really printed like that before. Wow. You know, I, it's funny because I got it, what, twice now? Yeah. Well, three times, I guess, if you count the artist edition. Yeah. At least three and a half times. Jeez, uh, and I keep, I kept thinking about whether or not I should have gotten that, you yeah. know? So it's absolutely gorgeous. The only thing that's not in it, yeah. um, which is understandable, is in every collection you have those four-page oh, yeah, flip-outs uh, yeah. to get the full preview uh, of the artwork, the four-page yeah. splash. They couldn't do that with that format. No. So they are on all different pages. You can't fold them out. Yeah. But that's how the comic was printed anyway. It was, yeah. And yeah. Stranko said, well, you should just have bought, should have bought two Copies. Yeah. <laughs> and you can have one of one, one of one. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and tear them up and paste them together paste if you want to. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I was flipping through it. The art is... Oh, his artwork on, especially when you get past the issues where he's just doing um, over Kirby layouts. Yeah. You can tell, like, he's, he's kind of doing it. Yeah. Um, but he needs just that little bit more freedom. Yeah. Beyond Kirby. Yeah. Uh, and after, I think, like, 158 or something like that, and then the relaunch as Nick Fury agent to S.H.I.E.L.D., um, you can really start seeing his his art style. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I, I mean, like I say, nothing wrong with the Kirby and all that. Yeah. But, and it was good, I think, good training for him, because the, I think the Kirby, uh, the, Ink and Kirby for, for, yeah. for a bit just really informed him even deeper about his own style. Right. And, and help launch because I mean, and still to this day, I still love the Stranko. Yeah, it's I mean, that's why I bought that omnibus. It was right. just like I couldn't help myself. It's like I fucking hate myself for that, <laughs> but but it was. I'm still glad I did it. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can when you, the larger format, you see like the Kriegstein influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're ever looking for, I would say I always want to read the books that my favorite artist or writer loved. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that's like what Bernard Kriegstein. Yeah. Um, then you're looking at obviously the spirit work by Will Eisner. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I love about that book. I went back and I found a Silver Age book that resonated with someone that collected comic books in the late '80s. Yeah. And then you're going back further, and you're discovering Will Eisner, and you're discovering uh, Kriegstein, mm-hmm. and I love that aspect that I can go back and discover all these new things. Yeah, yeah, that are, exactly. You know, going on 80 years old. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you think about it, geez, when you, now, yeah, now that you put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so when you discover something new that's that old, and you're discovering for the first time, and you're just, you're always amazed. Yeah. And that's what I love about that run, because when I, it was funny, you're reading a book in the 60s that is 60s lifestyle, and it's, trippy and it's opt art and everything yeah. like this <laughs> but i'm reading this as a kid in the 90s yeah and it's uh, still and that resonated 
with me in the 90s as it did with a kid in the 60s. Yeah. So it all depends on just when you read it. Yeah. And with me as a kid in the 70s reading it, it also uh, resonated still heavily with me because it was just like, this Durango guy fucking kicks ass. And like you say, you see all the... All the little hints from before the the Eisner S tones or the Kriegstein tones. It was, it's a beautiful beautiful piece of work, right? Gorgeous. So, and that's that's my favorite book of the year. Well, hey, not bad. It's been a fun twelve days. We 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 really knocked it out. So I guess uh, people should stay tuned for. Is it a news one next, or is it a... Well, we have one in between. So this is 24th now. Yeah. So we're going to take a little break for a few days for Christmas, obviously. Merry Christmas, too, Merry folks. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Oh, and uh, happy uh, Festivus, too. Forgot, Festivus, yeah. Forgot to mention that yesterday <laughs> was the Festivus for the rest of us. And we'll probably be back with an episode before the New Year's out. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward we'll get to... get together during the break. We'll have an episode ready for the New Year's. And uh, it might be a special topic. Yeah. And it'll kick ass. Well, they'll all kick ass. So. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thank you, folks, for tuning in for the 12 Books of Christmas. Yeah. It's, and for tuning in pretty much for the entire calendar year. It was a wild and wacky ride. Yes, yes, yes our first our first complete year, yeah. isn't it? The first of many. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, let's uh, get good old Bill Brennan to... Uh, to march us into the Christmas season, shall we? All right. Okay, Bill. Hit it there, baby. Yeah.